podcast. The year is 2019. The world has been overthrown by robots and machines. Only joking, that, that's just uh, banter from me, albeit it is, it, it is entirely true to an extent. You know, we are basically half robots now anyway, but anyway, happy 2019, happy new year. It's episode 61 of the Weird Podcast, which means there's been 60 previous episodes, which is totally mind-boggling. Whoa, am I taking LSD? I don't know, maybe I am, but welcome to the podcast. Um, it's a new year, I hope everybody is... Uh, Still feeling that New Year positivity, that, you know, mm, let's, let's get out and fucking get stuff, make things happen in this new year, because I know quite early into the new year, I was the opposite of, I had bollocks to fuck, a new year, uh, you know, just that whole fuck January shit, you know, just the, uh, when you get back to it, and like, everyone with the new year knew me, never starts until after the first, because the 1st of January, 9 times out of 10, people are hungover. And when you're hungover, you need that hangover food. You know, you need to get that that hangover eat on. You know what I mean? You need to get those McDonald's on board. And hey, guess what? I'll put my hand up and I'll say, I had a McDonald's on New Year's Day. And do I feel any shame about it? Nish, nish. I'm just open. I'm out there and I'm pleased about it. You know, I am... I am proud of myself. You know what? Y'all can't haters can't touch me whenever I've got my hater blockers on. You know what I mean? When I'm open and I'm out there and I'm just going, yo, I did it. You know, haters can't hate. And if they do hate, you know what I just do? Turn the other cheek, my mon frere. You know, I don't give a fuck. But um to be totally honest, awaken to the new year. Uh, I am ready now to kick my AWS into gear. Um with my health and fitness, not the whole new year, new me, let's lose, it's like, I just want to lose weight, be fitter, be healthier, do you know what I mean, like, I am a full Jekyll and Hyde type personality, when it comes to training and stuff, either I'm all in, and I'm like, eating well, I'm not drinking, I'm being very disciplined, otherwise I'm just Jabba the Hutt, do you know what I mean, there's either, I'm fully on it and dedicated, or I'll just eat what I want, drink what I want, do what I like, do you know what I mean, so it's about trying to, you know, get that spirit level set. So I'm kind of starting over again, moving to just being good. And I'm pleased to say that as I record this podcast, which is obviously on a Sunday, because I always put the questions out, all the best intentions of the day to record my podcast on a Friday, forget forget about it and move on, enjoy my weekend. Inevitably, I just end up doing stuff or managing my time poorly and have to do it. Um as I read my clock at half past eight on a Sunday night. And the only reason I have to do it this time is because you will be up on Monday morning, you know, more excited than you were on Christmas Day, like more excited to see what Santa left in your living room when he emptied his sack. You're far more excited to see 7am on a Monday, to see Papa Bear come out of the forest with his little honeypot and just set his honeypot on your front doorstep and you can just open the front door and lift in that wee honeypot and in the honeypot will be the weird podcast. Albeit it's not at your front door and your doorstep in a honeypot, it's just in like iTunes or on SoundCloud. But metaphorically speaking, you know, that that's what your honeypot is. You know, that's what you want to just eat up. It's sweet, it's delicious, it's nutritious, it lives forever. You know, there's no expiry date in the Weird Podcast. You can just start listening to it now. You can go back to the first few episodes, which, may I just say, 
were a load of shit. Like they were, they were bad. You know, like I've only ever listened back to the podcast a couple of times. Um, sometimes I would listen to the weekly podcast that I do, like just the first wee bit to make sure sound and stuff is all right on it. Because the last thing I want is you to be listening to the podcast. It sounds terrible. Like I myself listen to podcasts all the time. Like if I'm in a car driving, inevitably I'll be listening to a podcast. If I'm in the gym, I'll be listening to a podcast. You know, just if I'm out and about, I'll be listening to a podcast. And, you know, I know that there are those people out there that for for some reason like to listen to my weird podcast. I appreciate that. I just want to try and make the sound as good as possible. So that's why I've got all this sweet kit on board. I've got my sound cancelling wall. Like, I built this wall. I got this wall built. It's got, like, this stuff on it. I don't know. It sounds like the ocean. But it's supposed to kill, like, the... And I got this like uh, sound shield, so it shouldn't be as hissy. Sure, it shouldn't be Sean style. It should just be sweet. You know what I mean? That's what I have done. So when Monday mornings come, I got to make sure it's out there. So here we are, half past eight on a Sunday night. Um, I'm just looking at my screen here. I've got just the uh, the uh, recording system up and running. I ain't got no notes. Don't know what I'm going to talk about. This could be a short one because normally I have a few notes, a few things. I'll be like. I should mention that, and uh, you know that should link the podcast together. But tonight, I've been so um, I don't want to say busy because you know because everyone's busy in life. You know what I mean? I've just ended up essentially wasting, not wasting, but like using up all my time this weekend. And this is the only time that I have to deliver the podcast. And I also like to spend a bit of time with my wife of an of a Sunday evening before I go back to work. So like I wanna get this wrapped up and then I wanna fuck. No I'm joking, we don't fuck, we're married. I wanna watch something on Netflix. That's invariably the time you spend with your wife when you have kids is you put the baby to bed, you say, you know, good night to the baby, you sing whatever nursery rhymes, you, you like to sing whatever songs, put them to sleep. Um, which just happened tonight. I sang Cemetery Gates by Pantera to Holly to put her to bed and uh, worked a treat. And now I'm down to the podcast and I'm heading into my living room area to listen to and also watch because, hey, you know, that's part of having the faculty of senses. I'm going to watch you as in the TV show, I'm not going to like, I'm not creepily got some sort of closed circuit television system just on my TV and all these weird, all the weird listeners I can, I can watch into. Because I know I said jokingly at the start of podcast, like, you know, the machines are running the world in 2019, you know, that I could very well fathomably be watching you. Like I'm looking at my laptop now and there's a wee webcam at the top of it. People could be watching me recording this podcast. You know what I mean? There could be people that are like, look, I'm sick of the audio format of this podcast. I want that video podcast. You know, and I've just been like, nah, I don't want to do a video podcast because to me it's a wee bit too much tech. I don't know if anyone would actually watch a video podcast that I would do. I would have to put clothes on would be another thing. Like at the minute I'm just sitting on my nice new uh, my nice new seats with literal my anus touching the fabric. You know, to be fair, I insisted when we bought um, dining room chairs that we would have a fabric cover on it as opposed to like a leather or like a wood or something because hey I knew that my glutes would be gaped and my little butthole would be kissing the seat and you don't want to be you know kissing a cold seat you know what I mean I'd give the give you the willies you know I'll give you the goose pimples and you don't want that you know you want to have 
a nice relaxed butthole whenever you're doing the podcast you like to be warm you like to be comfortable you know you like to have all that together and that's what i've got so i'm locked in i'm ready to go i ended up talking about my butthole kissing the seat there so i fully forget what i was talking about that's correct watching you on netflix the tv show i've heard a lot of people give this positive reviews um i've been watching quite a bit of netflix and that whoa a frog and in my throat, ribbit, it's out, thank God. Been watching, uh, like, finishing off a few series of late. Um, I finished Peaky Blinders in the last couple of weeks, um, which I'd taken a long break from. You know, I had seen, like, the, the maybe it was the third series, and then the final fourth series I just watched there. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was the best series. I liked that the Mafia was in it. I liked that Adrian Brody was in it. You know, if I'm going to watch something, I like there to be Oscar-winning actors in it. You know, I like there to be A-class actors in it. Like, I like there to be, you know, A-list celebrities like Tom Hardy's in in it, which is great. I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. Um, he plays he plays Alfie, the Jewish guy. Hey, I'm a my name's Alfie. <clears throat> And I'm Jewish, and that's the character that I am in the Peaky Blinders. And Tommy, you can't. He's a great character. He um, got shot. Did he die? Who knows? Spoiler alert. As you know, I do spoiler alerts in reverse. But that was good. I enjoyed that series. Then um, I watched the last series on TV this week of Luther, which I must say is probably my favourite TV show. <clears throat> Definitely one-off. You know, I enjoy Luther thoroughly, and I very much enjoyed this um, series of Luther. If you haven't seen it already, check it out in the iPlayer. You know, get on it, get looking at it, and drink it in, and go for it. You know, but it's a very good series. So now we were talking about um, what. In fact, now to say that we're going to watch you, I think we might just watch Luther from the first few series instead, because Catherine, my wife, has never seen it. You know, um, had I known that before we got married probably wouldn't have got married but we might go back over Luther and watch it because Big Daddy Bear here has got a bit of work to do I keep forgetting of legit work to do you know it's like not not work work but like comedy work and it's pish like I just like to go on stage and tell silly stories and just be like a loosey goosey fun time guy whereas you know have to sit down to work boo but you know we'll see maybe you can just force her to be like look we'll watch Luther another time you know you like it we'll go back to it we're going to watch you because I've not seen it it's about a stalker and I'm interested in seeing that. You know, and I even went back to the cinema this week, which was, uh, you know, something I've not done for a while. And I must admit, in terms of movies to choose, this was possibly the worst week of movies I've ever seen. Like, very rarely do you look at the cinema listings and go, I don't think any movie would get me excited to go and see it. Like, is that the new streaming services? Is that where we are in 2019? Probably. You know, there's probably the, the biggest movies end up going on Netflix. Like Bird Box, I have fucking not seen it. Like, anytime I go on social media, whether it be Facebook, rarely on Facebook, whether it be, say, Instagram or Twitter, I see just Sandra. I need to say Barbara Streisand. I see Barbara Streisand. No, um, that's just who I follow, Barbara Streisand, all our fan clubs, and just any gay man. Um, no, I see Sandra Bullock just everywhere with a fucking blindfold on. And you know what? I don't want to watch Bird Box because everyone's watching it. 
Do you ever get that? Is it just me? Am I a weird person? That when everybody says something's class, you don't want to watch it until it's like died down a bit? I find that with stuff like everyone just goes mad about things. Like that's probably why to this day, to this day, I've not seen any Lord of the Rings movies because people, I find people just lose their shit about stuff and the most things that people like, I just think they're, you know, basic. So I haven't seen any Lord of the Rings. I only just recently, I say recently, within the last couple of years, watched the Harry Potter series, which I must admit I enjoyed thoroughly. And now it's the same with Bird Box. Like everyone's watching. Breaking Bad was another one. Didn't watch Breaking Bad until I was off on paternity leave, and to be fair, I enjoyed it too. But I just feel like I don't want to watch Bird Box just to talk to people about Bird Box. That and I also watched... Um, a Quiet Place not that long ago and to me it's the exact same premise as A Quiet Place except you ain't got your you don't use your eyes as opposed to your your hearing like in A Quiet Place the monsters were just super sensitive the super sensitive ears they heard everything and if they hurt you they came in at you because you know that's what monsters do your monsters eat people you know what I mean they're they're, they're sly you know monsters are sly guys effectively that's what they do but in Bird Box, I believe it's like there are these weird monster things that if you see them with your eyeballs, you like go and kill yourself, which, you know, the, the, I don't know, seems a bit far-fetched, but if you do that, so bullocks run around with a, with a fucking bandana over eyes or a blindfold, whatever it is, trying to avoid these things, just trying to get away to safety. But here's the thing, see if you can't see shit, how do you guide yourself to safety? You know what I'm saying? you got to have your eyes. You know, what I would do would be going at things with the same approach that I go with horror movies. You know, I'd just be sort of using my peripheral vision to watch things. Like, if I'm watching a horror movie and I know there's going to be something scary popping out of a wardrobe, like I would look at the corner of the screen and not the main part of the screen because I'll be like, yeah, we'll look at it. My peripheral will see something pop out, but then I'll not full shit myself. Do you know what I mean? I'll be like, oh, whoa, that's a wee bit startling. But I won't be like, oh, fuck get the CPR machine, get it right out here, I, I need a defibrillator, my heart's burst, do you know what I mean? And that sometimes gets me, like when things jump out at me, I feel shit myself, do you know? And like, is that due with just the effect of a horror movie? Probably. Or is it due with something that affected me in my childhood? Probably. Like when I was a little boy and I'm talking 13 years old, I watched Scream, you know? As a 13 year old, should I been watching it? No, because I'm not 15 or 18, it was an 18, I should have been watching it for like five years, what am I doing? I'll tell you what, I'm swagged on, right? I'm on my holidays, I'm watching Scream because my friends who are older than me are watching it and I'm like, I ain't scared of that shit. I remember watching Scream and there's one bit where the Scream killer just popped his head up at a window and at that particular point, my older friend Paul, who was, who'd was who already seen Scream, had sneaked out of the living room and gone outside the window of his house and he was able to see the TV screen and he just jumped up and banged the window in sync with the actual scene in the in the film and I think I went ah, 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 and I think my anus opened and went shit dropped out my urethra opened piss dropped out my throat opened boke dropped out all my pores opened and sweat came out all at once I think I literally imploded and ever since then I'm just like you know what I don't react well to jump scares do you know what I mean I react to jump scares you know, how I would imagine I would react to 
you know, getting stabbed in the ass. You know, I wouldn't react positively to it. You know, I'd react very poorly. Like, there was a video that they rounds on Vine about this guy popped out of the bin to scare somebody. And this guy he jumped out on reacted with just a straight overhand right to the guy's face. And you know what? Probably knocked the guy clean out. Probably hurt him real bad. But you know what? That's his own fault. If you're jumping out on people, frightening them, you know, you deserve to be knocked out. Like, that's just part and parcel of the, the way things go. And that's what happened to me. And I don't want that. You know, I didn't need it. So, I'm not going to be doing it. I'm not going to be watching Bird Box until probably I'm, you know, I, I need a wee burst of new things to watch on Netflix and then I'll probably check it out. You know, as a stand up, fan of stand up, doer of stand up, I got pretty excited about the like stand up from around the world that was on, on Netflix. And you know what? I watched a few episodes and thought it wasn't great. You know, I was like, oh, fuck, this is dick. You know, and, but it is interesting to see different styles from around the world. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, <clears throat> I think I sometimes get a wee bit spoiled or desensitized with stand up. You know, you watch these guys who are actually supposed to be the best in the world, and then you look at some local guys and you go, I'd probably more rather watch some of these guys. You know, like Lavery's this week was a great week. We did a show on the 2nd of January and it was build new year, new material, you know. And also, if you listen to my podcast last week, no girls. Uh, girls are stinking. Gross. <laughs> um, but it was uh, a great show, you know, and it was good because it was new material. Now, did everybody do new material? I don't know. I can't vouch for it. I literally have, I don't know, some sort of strange condition whereby I take everything literally. Is that all this may? Who knows? I haven't been diagnosed, but I took it completely literally and just did a full new set and really enjoyed it. And now I feel like I've got the B-O-N-E-S of a new R show. Whoop, 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 player. And yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm trying to think of what to call a show. I think I'm going to go with Done. You know, there's a few other options. Roller coasters, one that Shane suggested to me. Um, I think it would, you know, I, am, I just can't get my head around the fact that life is a roller coaster by Roland Keaton, and I would probably just mock up that picture and poster, and I just couldn't help myself. So I don't know about that, but I just feel like done is a good name for the show because I just feel like, hey, I'm done. You know, I'm done. I'm an old guy now. I'm married. I've got a kid. That's me. All my like youthful exuberance, hopes, aspirations, dreams are done. I'm just an old dad guy. And I feel that's the kind of that's kind of route I want to go down for the next show. So the, I think what I might do once I get um, <clears throat> the shit I'm working on at the minute done is start writing that show. I have a couple of bits that I did on Wednesday night, which I thought were hashtag very sexy, and I really enjoyed them. I felt that it was a really good set, enjoyed the night generally. So I um, feel like yeah, I'll try and get that done, and hopefully you know get a date sorted soonish for that so people can come and see me because hey I love you guys um, and that's what I want to be doing but yeah it's just, whenever the new year comes you kind of feel like you need to start getting things happening you know making work go go down a bit you know get we we irons in the fire and if you're a stand up you need to get a show together you know what I mean um, hopefully for next week's podcast have an update on when Pug Ugly's comedy club is coming back Um it's back. We'll be on Thursday nights because that's when it started and when it went out. Yes, and no limelight's on Thursday nights. It is what it is. Can't do anything about that. Boo. But um, 
yeah, we'll do that, and I'm looking forward to that again. So, I mean, it's just been, yeah, busy old time. Exciting. You'd like to see something come of all the shit that you're doing, you know what I mean, rather than just doing stuff. Like, I feel like, you know, in, like, kids' cartoons, there's always, like, a zany scientist, and always coming up with these mad new inventions and stuff, and then they're like, do you ever do any of those inventions? And you're like, nah, shut the fuck up. I feel kind of like that. It's like I always am writing stuff and doing stuff, but does anything come of it? Unless I do it in stand-up, nah. Or else put a wee video online, but I mean, I don't really have time to do all that so much these days. And hopefully I can hurry my arse up and make that happen so I can fucking get out of full time. Maybe actually now I think about it, I'll just do uh, video podcasts and you can look at my mug, literally. To be fair, in my current state, I am very flexible. I'm flexing out on this seat. I'm not flexing like Hulk Hogan flexes, but just flexible stretching. I've got one leg, you know, in the North Pole. And I've got the other leg just like kicking around Buenos Aires somewhere. You know what I mean? I've got that old spread. Got that 4 p.m. spread. You know what I'm saying? I'm just chilling, relaxing, you know, in in a good way. Like whenever it comes to recording a podcast, if I were to do a video, I said earlier I have to put clothes on, probably just a shirt. Let's be fair, you've got to keep this booty hole kissing the seat. But yeah, I feel good. And I think that's partially got to do with the fact that I've been uh, getting. Oh, sorry, I just thought I heard the baby waking. Which, again, it's probably got to go like a quiet place because as soon as I hear what I think her her voice, I go. <laughs> and I know it's not her, I go, thank fuck. And even if it is her, I'm like, ah, Bally, because I'm going to have to pause this podcast, come back to it, shit, 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 and then it'll be too late for me to watch it and my wife, boo. So, um, yeah, I've been getting back into the swing of things in the gym again, um, and I'm feeling good for it. You know, I've been back now for, I've done two days in a row, full proper workouts. Like, there have been days, I must admit, like I say, since my wedding, that I have been to the gym. Um, if I'm being totally honest, you know me, I'm a physique guy. Um, I like to talk about when I'm doing well with, with training, but at the same time, I feel like, you know what, fuck it, I'm throwing it out there when I'm struggling with it too. I say struggling, um, there's no struggles at all, other than the fact that I've been a lazy bastard since I got married. You know, got married in the 2nd of November, went to my honeymoon, did what I liked, that what I wanted, and then just kind of found myself in a wee bit of a, it's kind of sweet being like this, you know. By the time I came back from my, my honeymoon, it was basically December, then it was Holly's birthday, and it's Christmas, you know, so I'm like, right, okay, we'll start again now, so... My uh, mate Matt, who also doubles up Moonlights as my personal trainer, um, he is a full, very good, qualified personal trainer, has said to me, why don't you do a 100-day challenge? And I said, Playboy, what is a 100-day challenge? And he goes to me, go to the gym or work out for at least 20 minutes every day for 100 days. And I went, yep, I'll do that. So then it came to the first of, or 2nd of January, and I was like, right, here we go, day one. And didn't go. <laughs> and then day two, didn't go. And I was like, ah, that's, sh- that's shit. So basically what I decided was I'm going to start here at the weekend. So started um, on Saturday, which was this, the 5th of January. It was day one. Hit the gym again today on the 6th of January, day two. And I'm going tomorrow morning. It's day three and then day four. So we'll get four gym sessions in a row. And I'm focused on making that happen. Ready, dedicated, and all that jazz. You know, but I tell you what, two days into being back to the gym, I haven't taken a break since November, and I'm fucked. Completely busted. Like, the muscles that I had worked before to get into my wedding shape have just, you know, gone from being, like, really pumped, 
ready to go, like just in the fudge, like they're just turned in the fudge or flump, probably more flump material, you know, like muscle flump is just what I'm all about. All my muscles just turned to flump. But yeah, I haven't put on a ton of weight. Um, if anything, I've actually remained similar weight, but I am 100% sure that my muscle, which weighs more than fat may add, has just turned to muscle flump, which is just what I've got at the minute. So a couple of days in, I was doing some deadlifts and stuff yesterday, obviously adding the cardio at the end of each session, got to do that to, to get the old ticker back up and running again. But first day back, I went and did a lot of work. And I got home, and in the evening time, I was like, right, I'm just going to go to bed here. And Catherine was like, hey, Dave, it's like 6 p.m. I'm like, ah, right, okay, sweet. And the night then, I went to bed, absolutely banjaxed. Um, in all honesty, what actually happened was I was putting Holly to bed at 7, and I, I put her to sleep on the bed with us because any time I do put her, like, rock her to sleep in the rocking chair, I move her, I end, end up, sorry, there's something going on with my flipping sound there, saying there's a problem with syncing the sound, let me double check, see if I've just been recording this podcast and it's just fucking stopped, I'll lose my shit, don't worry, everything has been recording, there's just a warning sign for some reason popping up on my screen being like the sound is not recording but that's all right it has been recording so basically what it's trying to do there is be like my friend paul pop up and scare the shit out of me and cause my asshole to go pop my dick to go psh, and my mouth to go boke you know what i mean but it's okay we're back as i was saying i was trying to rock holly to sleep but when i rock her to sleep i get her to sleep in such a position where she's asleep on top of me whilst i'm in a rocking chair but then i have to get up from the rocking chair to place her into bed it's a lot of movement do you know what I mean? And then she wakes, inevitably, and I just get pissed off. So what I do is I just give her a bottle on our bed. She goes to sleep on our bed, drinking a bottle. I just basically slip the hands under her butt and her head and just carry her in, like as if she's a wee bit of like suckling pig on a plate that I'm bringing in for a banquet. I just slowly set her down and be like, there you are, master, there's your suckling pork. Except it's a baby to a cot. So... That's what I do, and it works better for me. But just turns out this particular night, I was banjacks too, so then I fell asleep right beside her. And then whenever I got found by Catherine, who had thought that we both had died, that, you know, I ended up asleep and Holly was holding my hand, which was very cute, I'm sure. And I say holding my hand, she literally is just her full hand was holding one of my fingers because my fingers are huge and she's a tiny little person. So that had happened. But you know what? I'm kind of glad in many respects Catherine thought that we were both dead. Because that was revenge for me. Because I forgot to say earlier, when I came back from Lavery's on Wednesday night, I got into the house, opened the door, the dog's at the front door howling. And he howls when he hears high-pitched noise. You know, so he's just flat-out howling any time Catherine's awake and talking because her voice piercing. But um, I could just hear... And I was like, oh, fuck, that's a baby alarm. So I ended up scaling the stairs... Like, we had, we were two sets of stairs. I ended up getting up the sets of stairs in three strides, a la BFG, into the room. This Jack Holly was all alive, basically, because I was shitting myself. And I got into the, into the room, and she had just managed to, like, shimmy herself up the bed, off, like, there's a pad that sits underneath her mattress, and the wee pad 
is banging in the middle of the bed. She had managed to shimmy herself off the pad, thus setting off the alarm. And just both her feet just up on the side of the cot, just chilling. Looked like she was super comfortable. And I was like, thank God she's alive. Grabbed her by the feet, dragged her down back on top of the pad again, left the room. She was still asleep. was like, phew, she's still alive. Now I need to go and check on the wife to make sure she's not dead. Because, hey, you should be able to hear a full alarm going off in the house. Went into the bedroom. She's just asleep with her duvet over her. And her duvet, as I've said before in this podcast, is made of the feathers of a thousand geeks. You know, it is a big, fat, heavy, roasting duvet. And it was just over her head, book beside her, glasses still on her head. Obviously, she had just had a banjax day and passed out too, you know what I mean? But it wasn't too relieving for me when I moved her. She just was like, you fuck off, bro. And I was like, all right, sorry. Just, a, fully thought you were both dead, you know, just maybe be a bit more dead on. She's like, now I'm just asleep. And then next day, of course, when it came around for me to tell her about this, she's like, I didn't even hear you come in. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You heard me come in and you were sliding me. So there's a big fat IOU coming in the next few days. And she was like, no, you won't. Guess what? Woke up this morning. She's like, oh, we're not friends. I went, why is that? She went, you snored all night. And I went, bitch, karma sucks. But hey, it's one, one each now. The champion's back on board. Everyone's good. It's sweet. It's fine. We're all alive. And that was that. But how I went from talking about training and working out to being sleepy to end up talking about thinking my family had died. That's just a weird podcast. That's a segue. But back on the fitness again. Um, myself and Colin Geddes are back on the heavyweight cut. We're both trying to motivate ourselves to get in shape and by like doing a bit of slagging and stuff along the way. When, you know, So having a bit of back and forth and a bit of accountability. So if you haven't already... Get yourselves on over to Instagram and follow the heavyweight cut where you can just watch our day-to-day fitness endeavors and hopefully get a laugh along the way too because, you know, we're both comedians and we both try to be funny. And, you know, again, thing about comedy, it's subjective. Some people might enjoy it, some people might not. If you like it, you think it's funny, great. If you don't, you know, fuck yourself. But hey, either way, I don't lose no sleep about it because I'm just a big hibernating bear and I sleep regardless. So... It is what it is. And the fact that I have no notes, I don't know what I've spoken about this week. So um, I feel like I completely brushed over the fact that I went to the cinema and what I went to see. As I was saying, many this is a bit like an old Goosebumps book. You know, like whenever Goosebumps, the series, like the kids series of books, got, they just used to be great kids books. And then it got to the point where your man who wrote it, R.L. Stein, was like, hey guys, this is just too basic, just writing books. What I'm going to do is just let you write your own endings by like giving you options to just flip on to like this next scene. If you want this to happen, go here, read this. If you want this to happen, go there, read that. It's kind of like this with the podcast. It's going to be jumping, flipping back and forth throughout time. So I've literally just gone through everything and now we're back to the cinema again. I went to see Creed 2, which was, by the way, the best film I've ever seen in my life. Creed 2, I didn't go with any expectation. I just went to the cinema with my mate Daniel to hang out with him before he went back to London. And I just wanted to have pick a mix, you know. I would have just, I would literally gone and sat in the foyer of the cinema just to get those cola bottles. And then whenever I got there, I realized they had new orange bottles, which were like cola bottles but orange flavor, and it was mm, to die for. You know, I love that. Like, if I am telling you now, like if I'm dying, if I am being put to death, 
you know, I would be keen to actually know how I managed to get myself in that scenario. But if the time came that I was on death row and I had to pick a last meal, I'd be like, for my dessert, can I please a pick a mix? And they go, yes, sir, what would you like in your pick a mix? I'd say, can I have cherries, not the not the spicy ones? I say spicy, you know, once you put it in your mouth and it makes you shoot water out from under your tongue, like you're that dinosaur in Jurassic Park that just has the big thing that shoots out of its neck and like spits poison in your eye, like that. I don't like sour things, you know, like cola bottles that are sour, Harry Bo sour, any of that sort of shit. It looks like sugar, but it's so sour and it just makes your whole mouth water. Mine's water and thinking about it. Uh, I don't like that. I just like basic flavors. So when I'm saying each flavor, you know, it's just a basic gummy chew. I like strawberries. I like the little cherries you get. I like the cola bottles. I like things that are like, but they're balls. They're chocolate balls. And they're kind of like, mini eggs except just balls of mini eggs instead so i like those these days put that in you drop your strawberries you drop your cola bottles now these new orange bottles which are great i like to have a snake from time to time but what i'll do is just put the snake into my jacket because i mean there's no room for you to put the snake into your pick mix you're already paying for your pick mix so i mean you get a free snake with it i assume slip that in there i like the lips if you can get those they're nice. Sometimes like the red red or black wine gums. You know, I will racially profile my wine gums. I'll effectively avoid all the other colours I don't like, you know, and I'll just select the colour that I appreciate the most. Um, you know, and is that racial profiling? Yes, do I care? No, because in this particular instant, racial profiling is great. So give me those reds, give me those blacks. Yummy. And then I'll have just one straw, like a nice candy straw with a bit of like white in it it's like red strawberry filling and it's this like soft inner it's just sugar like but it's good and that's what i like in my pick mix and then obviously once you filled your pick mix up you gotta fill in all the gaps like you, you know like you would do with like those wee shell art art pieces you get and you just put loads of shells into uh like a jar and then you have to fill it with like silt and sand just to make it look more filled out that's what I do with my pick mix except I just use the wee chocolate raisins to fill them in. And that's what I like. And that is what I would have as my dessert for my last meal. But I want to see Creed 2. Whoa. No expectations of it. Obviously, a man. You know, I'm a man guy. I like the Rocky movies a lot. I've always liked the Rocky movies. Went to see Creed. Um, and it was a great movie. But when I went to see Creed 2, I had no real expectations. Just thought... Go see it. Ivan Drago's back in it. Victor Drago's back in it. It's just great. And it made me cry twice. First time it made me cry was whenever... Um, some spoilers here, by the way. Whenever Creed was going to propose to his girlfriend, he was just saying some really nice things. Brought me back the time that I was like shitting myself about proposing. I thought, you know, it's a nice thing. Made me cry during that. Then they had a baby. The baby inherited... A hereditary condition that its mother had where it needs hearing aids and you see this wee baby with hearing aids and you're like mm. it just brought me down then it was just nostalgic just all these great throwbacks to Rocky you know he's there he meets Ivan Drago they've not spoken since Rocky beat him back in Rocky 5 it was just great Rocky 3 actually wasn't it yeah shit Rocky 3 motherfucker um, but it was great you know if he dies, he dies. You know, Victor Drago, Ivan Drago killed Adonis Creed's dad, Apollo Creed. He's looking to try and you know, cement his legacy. 
Rock is there. Hey, Paulo, you don't want to do that. You know, you got to look after yourself. He's a big guy. He can kill you. He's a big guy. You don't do this to yourself. Don't do this, Adonis. Don't do it, man. I love you. Great movie. Love Rocky. And then whenever they're in the big fight, you know, Victor's just whooping Adonis's ass. And then all of a sudden, Adonis comes back with a combo. Bam, bam, bam. Hits him down. All you hear is... And I just went, fucking yes, Adonis, and he's back. Fucking great. That's the best tune ever, the Rocky tune. You know, set probably just pipping, you know, just a little bit, or a little, a little bit by Liberty X in the number, second place. What a tune. I popped so hard for that. I was like a fucking child again. Whoa. I feel like singing that song is giving me all this energy and I'm just going to answer listeners' questions and get done and watch you. Mmm. Oh, I, what else have I done? There's a wee video out there um, if you, as I did for the Northern Irish Football Association, the IFA, and Twitter and Facebook and all. Go check it out. It's just basically a wee review of the last year's highlights for the Northern Irish football team. So it was nice. I enjoyed it. And um, you should check that out. It's on my, my social media pro- platforms because I'm a uh, social media guy. Oh, well, there's my questions. My questions. Glenn Lindsay has said, any thoughts on Solskjaer at Man United, big man? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like anything to do with Man United. I'm an Arsenal fan. I hate Man United. I preferred them when Mourinho managed them and they were shit. Um, but I do hope Spurs get beat by United next weekend because hey, hate them even more. Um, Judith has said, hey Dave, hope you had a good Christmas and New Year. What are your tips for beating the January Blues? Yeah, I just touched on that a bit earlier. Like, January does suck, Judith. You know what I mean? It, it definitely sucks. My tips would be, you know, just give yourself a wee target to stick at it like my 100 days trying to get the gym or just do a workout for 100 days is trying to get me past the fact that January is a fucking awful month you know it's boring so I'm trying to just get back in the gym in the way of feeling good from training albeit I've been for a couple of days now and I feel like my body is fit to be incinerated in a mortuary because I feel dead you know but you know, hopefully in a couple of days I'll get my fitness back. Did a thousand meter row today as fast as I could and near died, which before I got married I was able to do with ease, feeling pretty good with it. So it was a bit of a bit of a ball ache to go back and do that again. But I mean, you got to start somewhere. Andrew Bailey has said, "Can't think of any at the moment, Dave." But then he sent me a picture of a T-shirt that says, "I am the vegan role of." discontent i'm just talking about vegan sausage rolls um a big deal to be made out of it greg have released vegan sausage rolls you know what see people who get annoyed at things that don't actually affect them they're the worst kind of people like see me are ve- greg's still making regular full meat sausage rolls i still making those delicious little cheese and onion pies they are can I still get those in my Greggs? Yeah. I don't give a fuck what else they make. See if they make, they made a shit burrito, which is just a burrito with actual shit in it. As long as they weren't using the same utensils that they would use on other things that I would use. Go ahead. You know what I mean? It is weird if you're a vegan and you want to eat sausage. You know, Oh, I send the actress to the bishop. But, you know, I don't think really it bothers me. And it's just the fact that so many people are up in arms about it, you know, it's just 
kind of shows the kind of shows the place that we're in as a society, really, doesn't it? <laughs> no, only joking. That's bullshit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just think fair play to them if that's what they've got and they've got it going. Go for it. And uh, will I ever try a vegan sausage roll? I don't know. I have a vegetarian wife. If she ever gets one, I might try it. But hey, I've tasted corn sausages, and to be fair, probably on par with actual shit. You know. Um, Danny Cunningham has sent me a, a question saying, how's the Papa Physique transformation going? New year, new me. Um, Danny, you're a personal trainer. Um, I'll be very honest in this podcast. Have I, you know what, if you haven't listened until anything, you fast forward the questions. Yeah, man, I've just been working out flat out, eating that uh, broccoli straight out, just putting bro- broccoli and water into a big bl- blender and just eating it and drinking it. I'm working out six hours every day from New Year. But no, in reality, I've started back. And it's a slow process, but this year I want to take my training month by month rather than doing it for a big, long time and then ending up stumbling a long way. So I'm just going to value it after every four weeks with the goal to be lose more fat, get fitter. So the problem is I don't lose any muscle. You know what I mean? Don't, I, I'm, I, I'm oddly in the being big. Like I like lifting weights. I like that look. I'm, you know, I like, I, I like, like muscular dudes, how they look. You know, I think it's, it, it does it makes me feel some kind of way when you see a really muscular oil shiny you know what I'm saying I like that look I don't want to be like just lose a load of weight and just look too frail like you know when Jonah Hill did it you thought fair play to Jonah Hill but then he's put a bit on he looks good now but when he lost it all he, he just did like a lollipop head you know he's just big head skinny body he actually looked worse than he did when he was fat but yeah I'm back in the wagon and um, hopefully the doms will cease in a few days and once I get back in the routine of it it'll be grand again and I'm actually looking forward to being in shape again um, Chris Barr hey Dave first off thanks for all the great podcasts in 2018 that goes for Boytown as well I'm sure 2019 will bring many more check out this weird story this week and as per 2019 has continued as 2018 ended with Chris and another great story the living dead inside the weird world of Benin's Unigun secret society who locals believe are living ghosts with the power to kill with a single touch whoa that's pretty sweet these bizarre looking masked figures are believed to be living ghosts with the power to kill with a single touch the Igungun of Benin are a secretive society in West Africa respected and feared by the locals who think they have astonishing powers I'm trying to like look closely at this to see what it is, it just looks like a big, like it looks like a pride sack, it's multicoloured rainbow sack with like something in it could very well just be a dead body all hunched over, sick <laughs> Villagers believe that if they are touched by any gun gun, they will die. Thinking any contact whatsoever with the gun gun can prove deadly for both the gun gun and the other person. Each gun gun is accompanied by a minder who's also a member of the gun gun society. What a word! Who carries a large stick to drive curious individuals away. I love that. He's like, here, mate. If you come and touch this gun gun, you're going to die. Um, but I've got this here stick. A nine iron, in fact, and it's got bait you with it. They're like dead on. Ben in a small country sandwiched between Nigeria in the east and Ghana and Togo to the west. Um, formerly the French colony of Dahomey, little is known about the country prior 
to around the 15th century when it was first accompanied or occupied accompanied occupied by the Portuguese followed by British, Dutch and lastly the French who took control in 1894 the Agun are one of Ben and secret societies who appear as masked men representing the spirits of the living dead they are living ghosts and thought of as a link to their ancestors they're actually very freaky looking dudes they, they look like pimps with straw heads the role in the village um, is to settle local disputes and their knowledge is often consulted of times and trouble. The gun guns speak in a high-pitched and altogether unhuman, unsettling, falsetto, punch-and-duty-style voice. Imagine that, going up to the gun gun being like, look, I, I'm, ha- I'm having some troubles with the missus. Like, I, I just feel like I should leave her. What do you think, gun gun? Mm, yes, I think you should leave her. Very, very weird. Their language is not understood by other villagers who are often accompanied by drummers. So they're just basically like, like a pipe band. Some say they derive their name from the northern Nigerian language, Yorubu, word for bones or skeleton. However, in Yorubu, a gun gun also means masquerade. The ghosts arrive in villages, pass judgments and give advice with their words believed to come directly from the gods. They sound either like gay people or Presbyterians. You know, they just arrive at the village, pass judgments. Oh my God, look at the outfit you're wearing. And then leave, or else the DUP, the gays shall not get married, and that's directly from God. We need our government to be have the same rules as the rest of the United Kingdom, apart from on sodomy and on opening times on a Sunday and on women's right to choose. But apart from that, fuck up. <clears throat> so yeah, you know what? This story goes on for 45 more Lines, and I don't know if people, Chris, no harm, they want to continue to learn about the Agungun. Google it. I want to get to your question because I know it's going to be good. But what I want to know is if you could have the power to do something, what would it be and why? But again, a power like the Agungun, um, I would like the, probably the, at the minute, I just like the power of a calorie limit. You know what I mean? Like, I'd like to be able to. Like punch into something in the wall, be like thousand five hundred calories. No matter what I eat today, we'll just add up to that. So like I could be eating Viennettas, I could be eating Toblerones, you know, I could be eating a full big double barrel pick and mix, large cokes, all the works, and at the end of the day it'd still just equal that amount of calories. That would be a pretty good par. I'd make a lot of money out of that. Um I'd also like to be able to, I, I like to be able to fly, but I wouldn't just fly places. I would use it for like feats of miracle. You know what I mean? Like I would just enter the Olympics as a high jumper and then just like not train for it, just be my shape, get the leotard on, go and just beat the world record for the high jump. You know, do stuff like that, long jump as well, triple jump. I'd just be this jumping guy but actually in reality it could fly yeah so just an, an impressive leap or flying would be the answer to that particular question um <laughs> oh i'm so tired um, chris henning said well dave hope you're well great podcast the last time around i think i speak for the weirdos in saying we love the honesty as well as the comedy weirdness um my question is if you had three wishes from a sweet so come genie what would it be and um, first wish would be to be able to have limited calories on whatever I eat in a day. Second would be able to fly. Third would be able to oh, my third wish. I would like to have a cheat code for my bank account. 
and that like I could just like you know go on the like you do on like Grand Theft Auto and just you just get unlimited funds. I just like that to be like look just going to my ba- unlimited funds, always have money, be able to pay anything off, be able to leave my job, be able to just write and do stand up. That'll be class. And also buy very impressive cloaks. You know, I would have like leather and gold cloaks if I had unlimited money, and I would just become my style, just flat out wearing a cloak. Um, and Jack Henry had said, "Do you live near Shane? How often would you see each other?" Um, like you, Shane and Karen Bartlett, and all. I think you're class. Thanks, mate. Um, I, I to be honest, I see Shane way too much. Probably, you know, three four times a week. Um, definitely talk to him every day which again is weird like we are really in many respects like a married couple we, we bicker like I bicker with him more than I bicker with anyone else and we make up more and you know it, uh, it's strange that through something like stand up or a comedy you find somebody who is actually one of your best mates but unfortunately for me and him we find each other and we are like as we bicker an old couple but yeah, we are good friends and that brings me to the end of my podcast. So guys, thank you very much for listening to this week. Hopefully, um, you know, next week I'll be able to have some fun things to talk about. I don't have an absolutely mad calendar this week, so don't know how exciting it's going to be. Um, I'm sure there'll be something to talk about. But, you know, I like it if you'd give me, I don't know why I'm Schwarzenegger, I like it if you give me some feedback. But yeah, I like it whenever a few people this week were just putting stories that they're listening to the podcast on Instagram. Really love that. Love it when people retweet it or tweet about the podcast. It makes me feel good. I appreciate it. So keep spreading the love. The numbers are going up slowly each week, and I'm appreciating it. You know, if there's enough demand, I might do a video podcast. I might just bother my arse to do it. You know, if you want to look at my big stupid mug, I can make that happen. But then again, if there is no demand for it, I'm just going to keep doing audio. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's going to be that. So, anything to plug, Boytown Live, my second podcast, with Shane Todd on February 18th. Tickets are selling well for that. I am at the Aragal on the 25th of... Let's see if it's the 28th, I'm going to kill myself. Um, of January, January, which is the last Friday. So, is it the 25th? Yes, yeah, the 25th. I'm in the Aragal. Um, I'll pug uglies. I'll be back by then. So, you know, that's all sweet. Also, if you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast, please do that. I, uh, I've i got up to 70 five-star reviews. Ooh, sexy. I'm really, really delighted when people do that. So if you could just take the time to rate and review the podcast or follow it on iTunes, or iTunes yeah, on SoundCloud, that would be really great. You know, I'd really appreciate it. It would help the podcast. And I'm going to have merchandise soon. Oh, what did I say out loud? Yeah, I've got a t-shirt. It's going to be out soon. So until then, you know, stay weird. I'm a fucking loser. What is it?